There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Are you giving something up for the next 40 days? Uh, Lent has kind of turned into not just a spiritual practice. It just is a practice that a lot of people embody at this time of year. And so 651-641-1071. Are you going to give something up? Uh, you know, the official start to Lent, we are in it. We are. I did not know that. Well, it's Ash Wednesday was yesterday. So okay. we kind of like ease in and a lot of people start giving things up. And one of the things that uh, I've seen a lot of people giving up is social media. I oh, think that's sure. a pretty common one. Yeah. Uh, 651-641-1071. Are you giving something up? Is there a practice you are going to adopt as part of the next 40 days? Okay, so I do have a list of the things that are the hardest, that seem to be the hardest things for people to give up. Okay, can I ask a question first? Are you giving something up for Lent? So I typically don't, and I know that that is not the, uh, the answer that people would expect from me. I try to build a different practice, which is just a different, that's just how I do it. And so I am doing uh, 40 days of reflecting on forgiveness. Oh, okay. Something to throw out there. Um, And I'm doing that with a group of people through the reading of a book, and it's going to be a whole thing. And that's how I'm embodying it this year. But I do have the list of the things that are the hardest for people to give up. Okay. Uh, And do you want to guess what the number one thing is? The hardest? Watching TV or using streaming services. Oh, sure. That is the number one thing. This is uh, according to one of those online polls at u.gov. Yeah. Um, that we read from time to time. Uh, 29% of people said streaming, watching TV or using streaming services would be the hardest thing to give up. And that was the number one age group for every, or sorry, number one answer for every age, age group except for 18 to 24 year olds. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I don't know what else you're doing. I mean, looking at your phone, maybe, I guess, right? But but that's the thing I think is interesting. It's, it's um, streaming services and TV. So does that, I mean, I would assume that that meant YouTube, but does that embody, or does that include TikTok? I don't know. So or Quibi. Right? Right. Okay. The number two with 19%, the hardest thing for people to give up? Booze. Caffeine. Oh. I just don't understand that behavior. Giving up caffeine. Well, part of the reason why you're supposed to give some, it's supposed to be something that's difficult for you to give up. Yeah. And uh, because it's supposed to um, bring you into an encounter with suffering. That's like the actual purpose of giving something up for Lent. Yeah. Is to have some level of suffering. 
And I feel like giving up caffeine would lead to suffering, yeah, uh, not just I'm of not yourself, but really of everybody People around you. People are stronger than I am. I am not did strong you, enough. Did, did we go through a period of time where you gave up caffeine for a minute? Heck no. I didn't think so. I didn't <laughs> think you'd gone you off your rocker. Me? I've tried giving up everything, like no sugar. Okay, that was like an interesting experience, but... Um, caffeine? No, that's the one thing that I am not going to. I have given up so much in my life. I am not giving up caffeine. Uh, we did get an email or a text or a tweet. We got something. We got a communication from Brittany, and she said, "My name is Brittany. I am addicted to sugar. So for Lent, I am giving up desserts and sweet treats." Well, that's smart. I think it's you know I do like the idea of giving something up just so you can experience like oh maybe you are uh. Your, maybe your relationship with it is not healthy, and then you're like, "Oh, I can actually feel a different way if I don't do X, Y, or Z." Mm-hmm. So I totally see the value in that. I've done that throughout my life. Well, I will say that Brittany giving up her uh, sweets is uh, along with 11 percent of the people who believe that that is the hardest thing to give yeah. up. Real um, sweet tooths is probably really hard, especially if you're right? in the habit of eating something sweet on a regular basis. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Are you giving something up? For Lent, uh, social networking was all, was the third hardest thing for people to give up. So Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, that would be hard, Instagram. especially if your job is like, you know, somehow connected to social media. That's the only reason I would have a hard time. Otherwise, I'd be happy to give up social media for a month or right? 40 days. Um, we've got alcohol because that's the one you've been saying is the one I just people... feel like I hear that from people a lot. They'll do the like, what was the thing in January with no booze, no booze you wary? Dry January. Dry January. Dry January yeah. yeah. Uh, that one, uh, alcohol is 6%. Okay. 6% so people of people don't find that to be too hard to give up. That's find good. that not very difficult yeah. to give up. And the, the least difficult. So there were seven items that like of the seven things that are the hardest to give up. Fast food was the, oh, Easiest of those things to give up five percent. I don't eat fast food enough. I I I feel like you've already given it up. Yeah, I mean, of the only things that bring me joy in a given day, it would be coffee and nice try. You're going to pull that out of my cold dead hands. Well, and again, that you would suffer from that, but I feel like the rest of us would suffer just as much, if not more. Am I right, Holly? Thank you. Uh Thank you very much. Do we have any uh, suggestions or thoughts from people who who called in? Uh Somebody called in during the break and said they're giving up TV and Coca-Cola. Oh. oh. God. See? I mm. What? I was going to say, I don't drink enough Coca-Cola, but maybe Diet Pop. I've I've given that up over the years. I, give, I gave up TV once for just a week, not as part of Lent. I think, I don't remember if it was like a New Year's situation or what. Yeah. That was awful. Because that's part of like my daily routine. It's part of like what winds me down. That was really hard. Monica's on the line. Hi, Monica. Monica, what are you giving up? Well, I've been in this situation before, and I would say a judgment. You're giving up judgment? Yeah, not to judge. Not to judge people. It's it's a hard thing to do, and um, I know what it feels like to be judged. Um, and it, it's it's not a, a nice place to be in. And yeah. so I try to be grateful and not judge others and not be so quick to judge. Hmm. That's like a that. very thoughtful idea. Thank you, Monica. Uh, thanks for your call. Okay, let's go to Jenny and see what Jenny's given up. Hi, Jenny. Jenny, what are you giving up for Lent? Hi, yeah. So I saw this on Facebook. 
Um, during each of the 40 days, you just find one thing each day that you no longer need. And then at the end of it, you donate all of the goods. Oh, that's oh, a smart that's idea. really good. Like literally yeah. giving something up. I like that. Yeah, so you can go through your closet, your basement, your garage. Whatever. Have you have you already? Well, may I suggest something to you? Yeah. When you find all of those things, uh, if there are things that you just Facebook need, Facebook Marketplace. Well, that you know, if you can't get rid of them and you just need it all away, one eight hundred got junk. Hey, that's a good idea. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jenny. Thanks for your call. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I know you've all been dying to know. What Courtney Kardashian's signature oh, salad God. is? We're going to find out because it's it's more than her original signature salad. Actually, it's an actual salad this time. This is very exciting. Yeah. Find out what Courtney Kardashian's mm. signature salad is after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Hey guys, really good news! In a couple of minutes, you are going to be able to. Go on with your day because I know you've been distracted wondering what Kourtney Kardashian's signature mm. salad is. Yes. And we are ready to reveal it to you here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, that's me. Bradley Trainer, that's you. It's a brand new salad. In fact, Kourtney Kardashian has a new signature salad. Now, you may not remember the old signature I, salad. I don't actually remember the old signature salad. Uh, I'll tell you about it, but unlike her old signature salad, this signature salad actually has lettuce. She had because, a signature salad that didn't have lettuce in it? Okay, so here, I'm going to open, oh. or I'm going to give you this link so that okay. you can take a look for yourself underneath the article we're looking at now. Uh, that shows a picture of her original signature salad. I remember this. So her original signature salad was simply avocado, tomato, hard-boiled egg, Mm -hmm. sliced up uh, with some mozzarella cheese. Just slices of things put on a plate. I think that's just called like a plate of stuff. That's just a meal of food. That's not like an actual salad that you create. It's not like a recipe. It's not like... Dressed like there's no dressing on it. I think she sprinkles like some olive oil on it, okay. with some lemon juice. But again, it's not really a salad. It's just kind of a plop of stuff. Anyway, this one, don't worry. What? Mm-hmm. Nothing going. This one is actually, and again, she has shared her new go-to salad recipe on her lifestyle website. Poosh. Um, and this one actually contains lemons. Now, here is. Her salad. She talks about um, her signature salad, and um, it has lettuce. It's got romaine lettuce, chicken breast, shredded carrots, avocado, one cucumber or two Persian cucumbers, which are the shorter, smaller cucumbers that you see at the store. Typically, they're wrapped in plastic. Mm. These little cucumbers are nearly seedless and extra crisp. Um, this salad is souped up with a tangy mustard dressing with lemon juice. So it's basically just, I don't know, a chicken salad, a grilled chicken salad or a grilled Caesar salad with chicken on it. Signature. That's my question, you guys. This is an actual thing. And like everything that the Kardashians do, it's not real. This is my question for normal us people. Do you have a signature salad? 
Like, know. is that a thing that people have? I mean, right? we have signature, re- like you have your favorite blah, blah recipe. Like maybe you got a meatloaf or you got some kind of hot dish that you, you know, mm, this is my signature lasagna. Maybe. But maybe it's just lasagna. But, but I also have not had two. Like there's this, like I have a favorite pair of shoes or I have a... My most comfy sweatshirt. I don't have a signature salad, let alone two, at two different stages of my life that I've shared with the world. Yeah. This idea, like, this is the kind of thing that the Kardashians bank on, is this notion that, like, that's a thing that you have that you can relate to. Like, oh, yeah, what what is Kourtney Kardashian's signature salad? Is it anything like my signature salad? Because my signature salad has tuna in it instead. Nobody has a signature salad. You have your go-tos, right? Like you have your Mm, thing. The things I like, sure. Yeah, you make the same thing a lot. I mean, we all do. Pretty much. But the point is, to your point, which is the signature part of that is the sort of D-bag experience here with the Kardashians. Yes. It's like as if you are the first person to have a salad. Yes. Also, I would just like to point out that there's just this intentionality applied to the things that they're doing that's not doesn't seem to be organic in any way and far it's probably organic and free range and all those other wonderful buzzwords that people apply to food um you know when they think people are paying attention but like does she ever just throw some stuff in a bowl and shake it call it a meal i mean we all do right um like and does she always have to have you know like like your aunt would be like the secret to my you know uh, potato salad recipe is sweet pickles, not dill pickles. Like, okay, well, that's that was her thing, right? So, what's your what's your spin on it? There's nothing spinny about yeah. any of this. It's literally just a salad, like anybody. Like, there's no like you know beet vinaigrette or you know some. Like special something. Something unique that nobody's uh, done before. This is just what she grabs at the salad bar. I mean, again, right? to be clear, it is simply romaine lettuce, grilled chicken breast, carrots, avocado, and a cucumber. That's so signature. With a mustard vinaigrette. Anyway, um, the other part of this that I want, because it's, you know, any time the Kardashians talk about food, it just gets me excited because you get to live in that space of judging Mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. Sorry, who was our caller in the last segment who said she was giving that up? Oh, yeah. Sorry about it. Well, I'll do it for we her. We don't have to. We'll oh, yeah. do a double for I'm not for giving you, up honey. judging for Lent or anything else. We'll do it double. Um, but this article explains, in addition to her signature salad, the eldest Kardashian sister sticks to a pretty restrictive diet. So it's not really surprising that many of her favorite dishes boast good-for-you ingredients. The mother of three typically avoids gluten and anything processed. Now, we know this because we've been following poosh. Yeah. And we've talked about Courtney uh, Kardashian before. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you know this. Can you guess some other eating habit that she's a fan of right now? Oh, I bet she's keto. Ding, ding to all the dings. She's also a fan of the ketogenic diet and raved about the results when she first tried it. So perfect. Great. Fine. Works awesome. For her. Cool. But listen to this. Oh, dear. My body never looked better than when I did the keto diet two and a half years ago when I did it for two months. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Wait, let me back up. Okay. Right. Mm, The mother of... She's also a fan of the ketogenic diet and raved about the results. 
my body never looked better than when I did the keto diet two and a half years ago when I did it for two months. Okay. <laughs> what are you a fan of? Give me something in your life. I am a fan of Tom Jones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe this is not okay. an apples to apples. Do you want a food, a food yeah. thing? I am a fan of peanut butter. Yes. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Good one. Okay. Peanut butter. When's the last time you had peanut butter? Last night. Okay. Mm-hmm. The day before. If you had said the to me, I am such a fan of peanut butter. And I said, when was the last time you had peanut butter? Two and a half years ago. And, and, I, I, had and I had it for two weeks. For two weeks. <laughs> I would say, actually, no, you're not a fan of peanut right. butter because you haven't had it for two and a half right. years. And if it was so successful, like if you said to me, my favorite weight loss strategy is peanut butter. When did you have peanut butter? Two and a half years ago. Okay, It well, really works for me. So did it, did you... Are you what? So <laughs> what happened? If you were such a fan of the ketogenic way of eating, why aren't you ketogenic eating? That's a terrible fan. Oh, you're no. a bad fan. All you're trying to do is get attention for buzzwords. Gluten. I've already told you about yep. gluten free mm-hmm. ketogenic diet. What else is in there? Probably. And I haven't. Well, I'm sure she's got a paleo streak. Yeah. Uh, she may have dabbled in the Mediterranean diet. There's got to be some avocados somewhere. Oh, for sure. Oh, she has an avocado smoothie for breakfast. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I bet she Thanks uses, for nothing. I bet she puts coconut oil in her coffee. Uh, MCT. Actually, she does. Of course she does. See? Hello. We'll be back after this with some crazy, stupid idiots on my talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, And uh, before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, we're feeling super duper generous today, right? Pew, pew. Like double generous. Like twice as generous as we usually feel. Yeah, because we got two pairs of tickets to see Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium at Mystic Lake showroom on June 28th at 8 p.m. I bet he knows you'll you're be, coming. You'll be yeah. living large at the Hollywood medium. Okay, what? Am I right? <laughs> okay, just me. All right. 651-641-1071. Callers, numbers. Three and four. Callers, numbers, three and four. You will be winners of those tickets. All right, now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Minnesota. Oh, fun. Backyard. Yes, a local yokel. I want to introduce you to Jesse Knickerbocker. I love that name, by the way. Okay. 26-year-old Jesse Jesse Knickerbocker. Uh, She is from Stacy, Minnesota. And um, about a week ago, I believe, yep, it was last Wednesday, cops in Stacy, Minnesota got a call from a mobile home park uh, about... 26-year-old Jesse Knickerbocker. She had been banned from the property. Okay. However, her parents live there, so the cops went to their home to look for her. She was not supposed to be in the area. Got it. uh, But there were reports of her in the area, and so cops went to look for her at her parents' house 
they live in this particular park. Uh, they knocked on the door, the cops did, and they asked her parents where Jesse was. And her dad said she's safe. But what he meant was she's in the safe. What? She was trying to hide from the cops in the family's gun safe. And she got locked in the gun safe. Oh, so did they let her out or did they forget the combo or what's going on? That's exactly what happened. She got locked in the gun safe. She was, uh, it's by the way, five feet tall, 28 inches wide and 20 inches deep. She is or the what? The safe is. Oh, okay. So she was crammed inside and she was apparently, she was like running out of air. Oh God. And her dad was trying to get it open and he couldn't get it open. It took the cops 10 minutes and they found Jesse inside crouching and sweating. My God, that's terrifying. Not the best plan. No, that's like cherry in a fridge. Oh, yes. From Punky Brewster. Got it. I got it. Not a cherry in the fridge. Yeah. Like literal cherry. A cherry. Yeah. A girl Punky named Cherry. Punky Brewster's friend, Cherry. She got stuck in the refrigerator and you get in the refrigerator. Never get in get an out. abandoned refrigerator. It's true. Or gun safe. Is that? I mean, that must be true that you can't get out of a refrigerator. But how is that? I'm sure if refrigerators today are entirely different and I'm sure they're built to just be opened. But you have to remember that refrigerators used to have that big clunk, claspy thing. That's right. And so maybe you couldn't push that out. Sure. Right? Unless you had a handle from the outside. Whereas today, it's just that magnets. Yeah, you just that, push. It's magnets that push. keep it together. Push. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where where was that? Minnesota. Stacy, Minnesota. Uh, now it's time to go to Florida. Florida. All right, Uh, and I need to tell you about a 47-year-old by the name of Jose Ramirez Callejas. Now, Jose did something that earned him crazy stupid idiot status. Not a surprise, because it's crazy stupid idiots here on our show. According to a complaint, he attacked a victim at a dairy farm in Crystal Springs, Florida, about 30 miles north of Tamper. The Tampons. The Tampons. He attacked a fellow Tampon. Mm-hmm. And apparently, we don't know whether, um, uh, like, one of them works at the dairy. Like, I don't know why these people were at a dairy. But what is there a lot of at a dairy? Mm, cows? Right? Yeah. I mean, dairy. I didn't know if this was a trick question. No. <laughs> milk? Yeah, I mean, cows, there are a lot of cows Mm -hmm. and presumably a lot of milk, most of which gets bottled. But there's also a lot of something else. Poo. Oop. Poo oop. (laughs) Otherwise known as cow manure. Yeah. Right? Cows manure a lot. Yeah. Uh, They moo and manure. Yeah. Uh, Well, the manure comes into play in this particular story. My mom always said, don't play with manure. I mean, that's smart. I know. Why did she have to tell you that? You said the manure comes into play. And I was saying, don't play oh, with manure. Oh, I thought, I was like, is this a real life <laughs> lesson you had to learn? No. Don't play with manure. No. Also, there's two kinds of manure. There's horse manure and cow manure. One smells, one doesn't. True. Cow you know, pies don't cow, smell. Correct. Once they're, once they're dry, yeah. I don't think they smell. I don't know what they smell like fresh. I haven't smelled a bunch of fresh cow pies lately. Well, then you haven't lived. Are you smelling cow pies? <laughs> um, Not usually. Okay, so what did he do with the cow pies? Mm. 
I'm going to guess. Crazy, stupid idiot. They were playing Frisbee. No, he was just um, dumping buckets <laughs> of cow manure over the head of the victim in this particular case. First of all, where are you getting buckets of cow manure from, right? He apparently admitted to police that he had doused the victim with cow manure. Uh, and the victim in question uh, was covered from head to toe in, in manure. Cow poo. Yeah. What what did they do again to deserve that treatment? We don't know. We don't we don't know if um, somebody was working, like if the victim was working at the cow manure place. It turns out actually, Mr. Ramirez Callejas is actually listed as transient. So I don't know how he got onto the farm. And wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I have to get the players straight. He was the one who got manured on, or he was the manure. He was the manurer. Ooh. Yeah, the manure e. Uh, we don't know. Oh. There's a lot of things in my life that I would like to do. Have cow manure dumped on oh, me? Yeah, no, not that's on the definitely list. not on my list. Definitely not, not on even the like list. putting cow manure on people. I just don't want to get that close to cow manure. No, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. For our next story, we are going to. I don't know. Where's reading? Is that Pennsylvania? Uh, we're we're meeting a a reading woman. Okay, not the, a person who reads. But somebody from reading. Okay. She was arrested on Monday. I think what we what we need to know about this woman is she likes meat. Oh, okay. so do I. I know. Welcome but and hello. I don't think that you've ever had this happen. This woman from reading, her last name, by the way, is Creasy, not Greasy. Uh, she has uh she was caught stealing meat oh from where the meat from the from the uh, grocery store okay and it wasn't just one time okay that she went in for the meat she day after day was systematically stealing more and more meat from the grocery store Uh, how was she like stuffing it in her pants or something thank you for asking first of all i just want you to know that this is what makes her a crazy stupid idiot idiot it is the amount of meat that she was Helping herself to. Okay. Uh, on Friday at 8 o'clock p.m., she was seen placing eight bags of shrimp into her pants. Oh, God, that seems cold. Were uh, they frozen shrimps? I, you know, that Probably. I don't know. I have no... Spe- I mean, fresh I, shrimps. Can I ask a question? Don't generally come in a bag. Uh, is, is the not frozen shrimp more expensive? It shouldn't be because... Um, Shrimp is shrimp, right? All shrimp going to be frozen. Unless you're like living on the coast somewhere, every piece of shrimp, even if it's fresh, was previously frozen. $192 worth of shrimp. In her pants? In her pants. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she was able to feel her bits. I don't know either. Also... Depends on what kind of shrimp, too. Were they wild shrimp? I don't know. Wild caught shrimp are going to be more expensive per pound than farm Here's shrimp. Here's my next question mm-hmm. about the shrimp and the pants. Yeah. And the people who take the shrimp and put any meat, frankly. Oh, we've had people put steaks in their pants. Yes. I think last week a guy put steak in his pants. When you're thinking this all the way through, mm-hmm. how are you thinking nobody's going to notice eight bags of shrimp in your pants. I just don't understand how eight bags of shrimp can fit in your pants without looking like you either had an accident. Yeah. Or that it's going to fall out like you're, you know, plink, plink. This shrimps is are going to start saying. falling out of your trouser leg. Like, don't you think you're, somebody's going to notice you got shrimp in your pants? Yeah. Also, 
It sounds cold. That's all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.